0: We definitely need an intro, man, because it's the Dream Hustle podcast. That's the problem that I'm having with. It, yeah, like, you, I need, I like I love details. Yeah, you got to have an intro. Intro, you have to have
1: cleanliness.
0: Yes, the, like, nice. everything's got to be like in, in in sync, man, because yes. the the people are going to want to hear this. So right, cool. so this is the Dream Hustle podcast. We're here with Gabe and Annette, and we are so lucky because. Gabe is an incredible musician, incredible talented drummer. He's an incredible believer and just an awesome man of God. And we're just lucky to have this guy on on the podcast in partnership, in fellowship, sharing with us. So he he just got a, a awesome revelation. So we just thought it'd be co- cool to have him on the podcast. So so Gabe, go ahead, brother. Like like hit us. Hit, tell us a little bit about yourself. Give us your 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 musical revelation, if you will,
1: and um, you know. Have okay. at it, brother. I'm, well, okay. So, we were having a We we're, we're, conversa- were having a conversation. We are having a conversation. Yes. So like, let's record this thing. Less. So, uh, less about myself, more about the word. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Sure. So, so it's like... Uh, so, basically, what I was about to say mm-hmm. was that the word of God is yeah. described like milk. Okay. It's like meat. True. It's a, it's a weapon. It's a sword. It is. Um. And... It's also like a mirror. Right. Right. It it reveals who we really are, our character. True. But it's also described as treasure. Mm. Right. And so treasure is something that you have to look for. Mm. So we're talking about. And something you cherish. Exactly. I'll hide his words in my heart. Exactly. So it's something that you. You have to search for it. It's something that you earn. Right, right. Revelation is something that you, you have to earn it. You Truth. have to work for it. You have to work right? for it.
0: Right. You have to so, seek after it.
1: A lot of times, you'll hear somebody with a new philosophy or a new revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it'll be something like, mm-hmm. "I need to wear white socks." let right. just put, you know, let's yeah, just, yeah. you know, so it could sound that'll so, make
0: me more holy.
1: Exactly. It <laughs> sounds so goofy. Right. Right. To yeah. the common individual. Uh-huh. Right. Like Mormons have their mm-hmm. <laughs> their crazy underwear, right. right? Yes, but I, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not. No, 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 you're, not you're endorsing that. I'm being, just saying you're being accurate. Right? And, and actually- also,
0: too, for the listeners: we're, we're we're right now in in Gabe's new studio over here over on 19th, and we're on Camelback, Culture- 19th and Coulter. Yeah, right, right off the corner of 19th and Coulter. So if you need a practice place, if you need studio time, hit up my man Gabe. But go ahead, keep going, bro. Because so, you're 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 on the right track.
1: All right. So, with regards to treasure, you have to work for it. You have to look for it. You need your metal finding device, right? Right. So the scriptures is like that. You have to, mm-hmm. you have to get on your knees, mm-hmm. and you have to pray for enlightenment, right. and you have to read, right. and not just read, right? Right. Because we can hear somebody, but that doesn't mean we're listening to them, uh, right? So. When we read the scriptures, we take each word and we do a Greek Hebrew mm-hmm. breakdown. Right. Right? You go into the strong's yep. and you go into you go into the strong's concordance and mm-hmm. you go into the dictionary. That's how I that's how I do it. I'm kinda like, I like old that. school like that.
0: You real old school like that. You know one thing that I do is that I first pray and I say, God, give me a give me a revelation. Allow me to get whatever it is that you want me to get out of what I'm about to read. Because I had a youth pastor who said the same thing. He said, You can't just read The word of god you can't just read scripture and just like you would read another book you have to understand one who's first who's speaking who are they talking to what part of the what part of of history or during that time are they in what's their customs what what's going on and what you're and what's being written and said and that's why like you said a lot of people they they don't understand or they misinterpret the scripture sure and
1: yeah, so mm-hmm. so back to what back to what we were saying is, mm-hmm. you know, somebody might come off like a little bit more religious or something like that. Right. But what I've come to find out that the word of God is alive. Mm-hmm. Right. True. So it might say something to you. A passage in John might say something to you. Yeah. And that's your revelation, right? Right. right. I read that same scripture I totally different. and I get something totally different. <laughs> yep. And they're both right. Right. And they're both true. Yep. Now true. if you're open, mm-hmm. if your heart's open and it's soft, yeah, you can receive my revelation. Amen.
0: But it's gotta be But open. you have
1: you have to be open to it. And soft. Right? Yeah. And vice versa. Right. Yeah. But at the same time, that's my treasure. Mm. If you didn't work for it it's not going to mean what it means to me mm. if you didn't search for that particular piece of right. gold it's right. not gonna it's not going have the same effect in your life as it does in mine truth so my God might tell me tomorrow, right. Gabe, I want you to start eating oatmeal and walking five miles a day right right mm-hmm. that's my revelation that's my truth because I sought him out in scripture and in prayer and you know right but that's for me. Right So to somebody else That might sound like Something ridiculous And you know mm-hmm. I'm gonna share that with you Cause you're my brother You're gonna understand right. This is what God spoke to me Right But it's not necessarily For me For you Right Right yeah, man. And it's to me That's how scripture works it's like That's good though bro. We We need to Give each other to, that grace Yeah And we need to actually Rightly divide the word mm-hmm. So that You know for ourselves, you yeah, know what man. I mean, and That's so good. what works for me doesn't necessarily work for my pastor. True. What works for him doesn't work for me. True, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, man. So the Word of God, like the way in reading it, mm-hmm. there's a thing called the Mandela effect, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you've you're ever never heard familiar. of that. It's it's weird. Mm-hmm. S- it's weird stuff, right? Uh-huh. But I've read a scripture. Mm-hmm. And I've gone back to that scripture mm-hmm. and I know what it said to me. Right. And it doesn't say it now. Mm. Because I'm trying to be contentious with that scripture. I'm mm. trying to be right, right about something. Right. And then God's like, nah. I'm not saying <laughs> the word of God doesn't change. Right. It's the but same our, today, perception, our perception our perception changes. Right. Because we and, have new experiences. And because the word of God is food, mm-hmm. right? Right. He gives us what we need at that moment. Manna. Right? Mm-hmm. It's not necessarily what we want. Right. And it's not going to fit our agenda. Mm-hmm. You know what but I mean?
0: That's, but that's why like our Heavenly Father is, is such a good father, though, right? Because I could give my kids candy all day long. It's within my power and within my right to be able to do that, right? But that's not going to bless them. That's not going to strengthen them. That's not going to give them the substance that they need to c- continue to grow and to continue to become better. You know? That's
1: it. So sometimes we need milk. Sometimes we need meat. Mm-hmm. But sometimes at, we need at, both. And and the reality, yeah, you're right. Like you know, even today when we were driving up, yeah, you said a scripture I've heard a million times, and I'm like, man, bro, like you know, <laughs> you know, I knew that. Yeah, yeah, oh, right? thousand percent. Fear not, fear not, for I am with you. I will never leave you
0: nor forsake like, you.
1: What Christian doesn't know at least that, right? Right. But it was still, it was still very powerful,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Amen. It was, it was milk in my time of need, need i need, needed yeah. milk exactly i didn't need a deep theological right sermon at yeah, the, man. in that moment right so but well, you would do the same for me though sure
0: in in my own time of need though you know what i mean and like we were just talking about brothers are born for adversity right so just because it's just because you are that's going heavy. through something that's actually heavy right, right? But in, in speaking about something being heavy, right? It says one ox by itself can pull one ton, but two oxes can pull ten. That's why it's so important that we be we be together during this coronavirus time, during COVID nineteen, and everybody's freaking out, right? It's important that you have your brothers and, and that you're you're able to connect with somebody spiritually, mentally, emotionally, right? And and we're able to get out because. What I may struggle with is is most definitely your strength. You're like you're strong in business. You're strong in music. It's nothing for you. You, I'm sitting in your studio.
1: Well, it's under construction.
0: I'm sitting in your studio. Wow. <laughs> you're already renting it out to people for for <laughs> for practice not, space.
1: It's not even done yet. And you have a construction. Thank you, COVID nineteen. Yeah, thank you, COVID
0: nineteen. <laughs> and you have a construction company. You see what I'm saying? So it's 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 not like. You, and you do a handyman business. It's it, business for you comes natural, whereas for me, I have to I have to like really plan and be strategic, right? I've been wanting to do a podcast for the last six months, Amen. right? But I was like, man, I'm going to just listen to podcasts every day, on my lunch, while I'm at work. I'm just going to listen to a podcast, and I'm gonna see how they set it up. I'm gonna see the tones that they use. I'm gonna see the the ambiance of their voice. I'm, but someone like you, you're just like, hey, write it down, make it
1: plain. boom, execute. Execution is, this, they, is worship. Okay, so like one of my one <laughs> of my things is just pull the trigger, bro. Like we weren't ready to move into studio.
0: You're, we're here, right? studio we, A. We weren't we
1: were, we were not ready. Right. Uh, we we had this engineer friend, and you'll you'll, uh-huh. you'll meet him soon. Yeah, but he uh he goes, yeah, man. He's like, I'm recording stuff out of my. Out of my house right now, out of my apartment. Uh-huh. Uh, my kids' bedroom, half of it is a studio. Wow, shout that's out dope. To Eddie. Yeah, shout, shout out to out Eddie. Eddie. <laughs> but, well, no, we shouldn't. <laughs> it's yeah, all right. We're telling, yeah, that's, that's imp-
0: <laughs> it's impactful. a secret.
1: But, long story short, he, he told us, you know, he was like, man, he's like, I need a space. And I was like, bro, I got a space. Boom. And then, and then I was like, we didn't even have the lease yet. So, the first night, that we got the keys, uh-huh. we literally swept it out, uh-huh. and my buddy, who's a double platinum recording engineer, wow, and now he's a touring manager, mm-hmm. so he calls me up, he's like, hey Gabe, you got a space I can use for my band, they're passing through, and then we just need a spot. Boom. And I was like, yeah bro, and I, I mean, it wasn't clean or anything, so I had to hire somebody to come and clean it out. But me. bro, before you had the studio here,
0: where did you allow me and my band to come play at?
1: Oh, my house. And now, but
0: yeah. in but in your house, what what was in your house? Not it wasn't uh, just it was, your living room. It, it, it was, wasn't just your kitchen. It wasn't the backyard. What was it?
1: It was a room. A, a room. A square. square uh huh. A, a square room. Hey, the tell room? the
0: truth. Shame the devil. A square room with what? With lots of instruments in and them. lots of sound equipment. Lots of
1: Lights, yeah, lights
0: cameras, so. action.
1: Yeah, it was my it was my man cave.
0: Uh, man yeah. cave. That's what it was called. Well, it, was, it was actually it was a, a studio. It was a musician. It gig. was a studio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, it was a studio. Yeah, but this you're very be, humble. Yeah, well, this was... <laughs> you know what, man. Um, you're yeah. very humble, bro. And that's you know one of the so things I love is about I, you. I'm like I no, I'm gonna tell you something. Uh-huh. I realize what God has done in the last five years for me. Yeah, but my wife I've seen some of it. She'll be like. Gabe, you don't got nothing yet. You know what I mean? I'll be like, like it keeps me like <laughs> it keeps you it, it, it keeps it, you it, low. You're right. Hey, I but don't that have that's but yet. that's dope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that's dope though, bro. Because I think a lot of times God keeps us down until He's ready to sure. elevate us and bring sure. us up, right? And bro. I've been to the old house, and I've been to the, the other spot that you guys are Maybe at. You have
1: been to the, the new place
0: yet. I haven't been to the new place yet, but so, I, so know I, will, I know I will come, and I'll be so invited, and, and it'll be a blessing the, just yeah, like it's always been. We're gonna but, do bro, this. but this is the thing, though. Every time I've come over to your house, you've always had a sacred place for music. We've always jammed out either with a band, like, and mm-hmm. doing shed sessions, yeah. or either we've done, we've had rehearsals to yeah. whether we're playing at Copper Blues or whatnot. Yeah. Right? So, like, so it's that's, yeah. And for you, it may not be a big deal, right? <laughs> <laughs> for you, it may yeah. not be nothing. But, like, to a lot of people, even to myself, somebody who's in music, that's a big deal, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: I, like, I have <laughs> tremendous respect for you to be able to, to do that.
1: I, you know, I'm going to tell you something. I listened to a guy named Ted Ken- Tim Kennedy. hmm No. Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's Ted Kennedy. He's uh-huh. a drummer. Okay. Will Kennedy. Will Kennedy. Okay. Will Kennedy. Okay. Famous drummer, played for Santana huh. and m- many other, Michael Jackson, I think, all Best kinds count. of people. Yeah. But um, this guy said, spaceology.
0: Mm. Okay. Right?
1: He says, if you create an environment mm-hmm. that musicians like, they'll come. Mm. Boom. And you'll always have somebody to jam with. Right. I and remember so you was, telling me yeah, something like that
0: before. That That's like a, why you created it. So, so you could always jam.
1: So somebody, you know, people always ask me, because Maya's, you know, man, Maya's killing it right now. I man? know he's killing so, it. He's a beast. So Maya was on the on on this video the other day, right? Uh-huh. And people always ask me, man, like, how did you get Maya going? You know, uh-huh. how'd you get him starting the drums? Yeah, yeah. Well the reality is I didn't have to cuz there was always a space there with music Boom. and he was just able to jump on and Boom. handle his business.
0: Yep. I remember you sharing me sharing with me that same story, bro, and you said um you said when you first created the space and people would come, he would pick Maya would actually pick up like what other drummers were doing. And like they essentially started grooming him and training him and that's why he's He's the the beast that he's always been since I've ever met him. Yeah, and I met him. I think when I met him, he was only like fourteen, fifteen. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'll take him on any gig with me anywhere.
1: So, like, we're in we're in the middle of a pandemic. Uh, it's a crisis, right? And right, right. right.
0: <laughs> toilet papers it's out.
1: Toilet papers. <laughs> <laughs> toilet paper. We're out of toilet paper. I mean, you know things are bad when a priority is toilet paper. Right, but right? gas is a dollar ninety nine at Costco. It really is. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Br- thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, and Jesus. Thank you, Russia. Thank and, you, Russia. And whoever's thank supplying you. the hey, oil, you know what I mean. We'll take it. We'll take it. We'll take it. Um. So during during the uh, 2008, 2009, when the market mm-hmm. started to like my right. work dried up. Yep. So our only our only means of making money um for a season was okay. So yeah. let me go back. No, you're fine. I was right in the middle of a divorce. Okay, I've been there. I, I literally had just broken up with my wife, my ex-wife at uh-huh. the time, um, and we were going our separate ways. Mm-hmm. And in my depression, yeah, uh, Chris Willis reached out to me, and he goes, and he's another drummer, great drummer. Yeah, he reached out to me. And he goes, Gabe, come to Mill Ave, because mm. we used to hang out all the time, right? And we would jam out. Yeah, and he's like, bro, you should come, you know, jam out. Uh huh. And there was about probably about five or six of us out there mm-hmm. and he goes he go, you know, so we, we set up our kit and my son seen them playing and mm-hmm. he goes, Dad, I wanna play. And I go, For real? Right. Like I knew he could mess <laughs> around a little yeah, bit, yeah, but yeah. I'm like
0: Like are, are you serious? Sure
1: you really are you want- sure? Yeah. Right. Are you because sure you really about, want this? You're about to get into the you know the thick about- of it. Yeah. And these guys we outside. Yeah, and these guys are <laughs> all good. You know, Chris, Chris. Right. Chris Simmons, yep. you know, I mean, there's so dope. many, yeah. some of them not worth mentioning, right. but those two are definitely, exactly. they're super influential in Maya's life. Yep. Um, Ashton uh, Burris uh, yep. was there. Um, so long story short, shout out to Ashton. Uh, yeah. He's he's very supportive and I, I'm really like, I was in the studio with him the other day That's and he was laying down a track. I was like, yo man, like hey. you're like so much better than I ever thought. Yeah, you know? man. He laid down a track like. Like, super pro. Anyway, that's, that was, up, that's another story. So, we were out there in Millab, and Maya decides, Dad, I want to play. And I said, You know, okay. So, I gave him the sticks. Mm-hmm. He jumps on the kit. Uh huh. And people are passing by. You know, this is in the middle of the night. You know, right. it's, it's Millab. it's summertime, they're off of school. Uh huh. So, you know, people start seeing this little kid playing drums, and they immediately start dropping dollars. Boom. And you know me, bro.
0: <laughs> so I'm like. Right. Whoa. Business. Ka-ching.
1: Whoa. Wait right. a minute. Okay. So then. Next week we go out there. Right. Same thing. Do it again. And so I go back to Chris and I go, hey, Chris, uh-huh. how much were you averaging on a night? Right. He's like, well, about, you know, 80 bucks for a couple of us. Yeah. yeah. And for them, that was cool. because cool. It was just pocket change. You know I mean? Right. But I'm like, Bro, if I market this thing right... That part. If we...
0: Right, if we do really this, do this.
1: There was not a weekend... Dude, Maya <laughs> paid our our bills. Wow. Just Gee. him being out there wow. kept us fed. I mean, Boom. don't get me wrong. We weren't eating... Provision. Right? We weren't eating that great. Right. But while we were out there, we mm-hmm. started making relationships with all the businesses around there. So Boom. Maya could go in, they would give him cookies, ice cream,
0: yeah. all
1: the stuff that he liked. Uh huh. And I mean, he goes, Dad, I want a G Shock. Boom. A gold G. At the time, they were yeah, like, Yeah, you know, like 100, 200, $200. $200, yeah, like a 200 dollars. Yeah. Buy G a G Shock. Right. I mean, every week, get him you know, suited and booted. Right. And like fresh. Yeah, man. Haircut. To this day, uh-huh. he gets his haircut once a week, <laughs> except for right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to this day, he gets his haircut every week. Uh huh. And look out for him. He right. really is one of the best drummers. Maya is one of the
0: best drummers this side of the Mississippi. Super humble. Super humble, bro. Yeah. Like, when you look at my, you would never be like, you would never think, like, that kid is gifted. Mm-hmm. Right? I was talking with my girl about the difference because she was like, yeah, I really just don't know what, like, my, my gifting is. Like, because, like, you know, like, you you know what your gift is and, and this, that, and the other and i was like well you're gifting cuz she does she do, she works accounts payable at gcu sure and i was like your gifting is in administration and in, and is in is in finance you're able to look at numbers and you're able to see which one's off or which one needs to be paid first like the difference between someone's gifting and their and their talent like someone can be a talented musician right but your your talent is based off of your own strength your, your gifting is when the spirit is, is when you're able to move someone else's spirit through what it is that you do, right? That's, that's a gift. Like when, you, when you're doing your businesses, th- that's a gift. That's the that's gift of entrepreneurialism at its finest. When Maya's on the drums, that's the gift of music flowing through them. When I'm playing keys, that, that's my gifting because we're being graced. To do that. We're being graced to be successful. Like Maya, when he was drumming and able to pay all of your guys' bills and he yeah. still can get a G Shock and, and a haircut, yes. you know what I mean? And there was still surplus. And there's still surplus. There's your I I just got a revelation, right? Your gifting provides overflow
1: and abundance. Your talent will just meet the need. Okay, so Harvey what's that what's that comedian's name? Harvey? Harvey Weinstein? No, no, no. So <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, Harvey, one. the the black comedian guy. Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey. Boom. Um, he actually, I heard him preach one time. I was like, uh-huh. man, this guy is yeah, gifted. Man. He's g- gifted. He's anointed. You he know, is. he needs, you know, whatever. Thousand percent um, He was talking about your giftings mm-hmm. versus your, talents? your passions. Ooh. Right? So my gifting mm-hmm. is entrepreneurship, right? Right. But my talent or my passion is music. Boom. But if I don't have money, I'm not very passionate about music. That part. Yes. Yes. I understand so, what so, you're saying. So what what he was saying is, is that your gifting will make a way for you and put you in front of great men. Yep. Now, my gifting is in business. Yep. Right? Yeah, man. So that's what puts me in favorable positions. Yep. My my, my passion Right. Doesn't necessarily do that. Yep. You know what I mean? Truth. But I do it because now I do it out of love. Where before Truth. I needed to play music to make a living. To make a living, yeah. To get a, a, bro, you know, I was in nice the food.
0: same situation, bro. Like I've had you know the Dream Hustle Records label for a year now. Right. Sure. You've had a record label. You've already done all the stuff that I try to do and am currently doing, right? And that first year, bro. Like it was hard. It was very hard. Like we accomplished like some things. We went to the BT Music Awards. That was cool. Went to the iHeart Radio Music Festival. That was cool. We shot some music videos. Released some music EPs. But in between all that stuff, we had contention with artists, right? Sure. Contention with with engineers and producers and and students. I even had contention within within my family and within my friendships and relationships. They're like, man, you're just a keyboard player. Like what are you what are you doing trying to start your own record label? You know what I mean? And then I'd even have like my own music execs that I hired on to to work and help build my label try and rise up against me. Sure. You know, so one of the things that, that I've learned is like, yeah, I may be passionate about the label, but the having a label and having that business is not my gifting. Mm. My gifting is when i when when God allows me to wake up in the morning and put my hands to those keys sure. that's my gifting, right so just like you said when when i ain't got no money, I'm not real passionate yeah. about the label, sure. <laughs> you know, so, but we just just keep working it and and, and the thing is some people are trying to make their living
1: is. off of their passion that
0: part and that's why and that's why i've never gone. people are always like, well why don't you have a label? why are you working at Yelp? Why are you still working at this technology company? Because I'm also gifted in sales. I'm also a people person. I'm also a leader. You're, you got the gift of gab. I have the gift of gab. I'm able to sell people. Like even with like this COVID-19 and we're working from home, I've had, back to, I've had days where I got back-to-back sales, right? Nice. And that's unusual in the tech industry, right, which I'm in, in advertising because most, the average salesperson probably only does about six to eight sales a month. Right. Yeah. I went back to back. I I sold stuff when I was working at home, at my mom's place while I was waiting to get internet. And then when I got internet at my place, I got back to back sales. Right. Nice. Now, a lot of that I I I give credit to to God as well. But that was also Him working through me though sure. as well. You gotta meet Him halfway.
1: Exactly.
0: You you gotta faith put with,
1: you faith without works is dead. dead.
0: Yep. Yeah.
1: A thousand percent. So there's a lot of people right now. They're sitting in their living room or their listening to this saying, podcast or yeah, hopefully uh, <laughs> a thousand percent, hopefully. Uh, but they're, they're saying, God send, send the help, send the, right. send the life raft. Right. Right. And God is like, I've sent it, but you're not taking the initiative.
0: Have you heard this story? You probably have heard the story. So That's,
1: I, I probably think I did. The, yeah. Where
0: the guy who's like, he, he's yeah. stranded out in sea, right. Yeah. He's on like this little plywood or whatever. And then, he ends up dying, he ends up drowning. But before he died, like this this person in a boat comes, and then he's like, No, no, I know God's gonna save me. I know he's gonna send send a helicopter to come and save me. And they're like, Alright, so like they paddle off in their boat or whatever. Sure. And then someone in a speedboat comes and they're like, Hey man, come on, like, I'm here to like let's let's get it. he's like, No, 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 God is going to send a helicopter to come and save me. And sure. then, then they leave. And then I guess like somebody on like some jet skis come. And they're like, bro, you're, you're about to die. Like, come, like, let like, get on this boat. And he's like, no, helicopters do going to come. And then he died. And then he w- goes to heaven. And he's like, God, why didn't you send nobody to save me? God's like, man, I sent you the, the people on the paddle. I sent you the person on the speedboat. And I sent you the person on <laughs> the jet skis. Yeah. Sometimes God doesn't come the way that yeah. we think that he's going to come.
1: Yeah, exactly. But in the meantime, whatever you find your hands to do,
0: to do that, do it, do that. Right. Okay. It's COVID-19. we got the coronavirus. All right. I can't, I it's, it's not, it's not, I'm not, I wouldn't be using wisdom if I was like, Hey, let's do a dream hustle showcase and have, sure. you know, hundreds or thousands of people here for like my artists. Okay. But you know, what? let's start this podcast. Boom. Boom. Let's go visit studios and visit other amazing uh, musicians and artists and, and, and hear about their stories and hear about what they're doing. Boom. That's still less than 10 people. So we're still social distancing.
1: Sure.
0: But it's, it's not, it's, it's about, like you said, putting your hand to work, right? And then allowing God to do the rest. Cause if, if you're not, if you're not moving in faith, then it's impossible to please God. And if you're not working, you're definitely not using faith.
1: Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it says a uh, man who doesn't provide for his children is worse than an unbeliever. Man. Right. And if you're, if you're still depending on food stamps and government handouts, that part. And if you if see like if you need that check, right. Uh, from prison. Don't get me wrong. I'm I like it. Right. I like. Thank it. it's you, cool. Lord. But I'm thinking how I'm right. gonna invest it. Yeah. Well, and that's 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 another we talked about that, but. If you if you Ooh. depending to pay your bills on that. Yeah. You that should just be a nice little some nice little pocket change for a rainy day. Exactly. You should already be especially if you're a believer, because it says that part you will never find my children yep. uh begging, begging for bread. Begging for bread. Never right? have I seen
0: the righteous forsaken nor right? seed begging for bread.
1: Exactly. So if you mm-hmm. see somebody begging for bread and they call themselves a Christian, uh that part. Yeah. You got you to got, you be showing me some business moves that part. for me to believe Or some that. work. Work. Hard work. S- some work. Let's go back to
0: hard work. Let's go back to hard work. See, what? that's why a lot of people miss opportunities because it's, it's dressed in overalls and it's, dis- it's disguised as hard work. I wear work. overalls. Boom. And I wear overalls to work because I don't like to wear a belt. Well, it, it makes sense that you wear overalls because, I mean, we're sitting here in your studio. This is your music studio.
1: Well, I don't wear
0: them to the studio, but you know, but I'm just
1: no, <laughs> no but I do I'm wear saying. I do wear them to work. Social distancing. That's dope, but yeah, still, yeah. social distance. That's okay. All right, let's keep it. Let's keep bro, it, bro. It's 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 all as good, I hand dude. you the hand
0: <laughs> As you hand me the Purell.
1: <laughs> but hey,
0: but you're blessed to be able to purchase that because not everybody can do that.
1: Yeah, but, but but that's you know, because
0: you work though I, every I day work. and you work hard. You don't you don't just half ass. You're not just oh well, I worked four hours today and that, see a lot of people think. That they, that like the successful people that they see out there, they think that they don't work hard.
1: Sure.
0: You know what I mean? Like Oprah works hard, right? Diddy works hard, right? Whoever, whoever, Beyonce works hard. Whoever your picture of success is, they got there by working their ass off, by sacrificing and by putting in the time. Like you, you're you not, you're not going to get anywhere. And that's, and that's with anything in life. You, you have to, you have to work at it.
1: Period. My buddy, my buddy Gabe Ortiz, he did a sermon a while back and he says, I'm sure he got it from somewhere else, but it was a great quote. He said, mm-hmm. shout out to Gabe. Shout out um, to Gabe. Successful people will do the things that
0: unsuccessful, unsuccessful people, people won't. won't do.
1: Woo. For right? reals. And so, like, it's like, don't hate on that dude because he has money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he, you don't know the sacrifices the nights he cried. There was one time where not, you know, g- glory to God, I was in over my head on a job. Mm-hmm. And I went home, mm-hmm. and tears started rolling down my eyes. Mm. And there was nothing bad was going on. Right. But the job had overwhelmed me to the point where, I literally worked myself to tears. Wow. And so when you hear people say blood, sweat, and tears... Yep, I was that's like, real. And literally, my wife and I were at that job several nights till like 2 in the morning. mm mm-hmm. fi- You know, See? trying to get things finalized right. and all that stuff. And, you know, but every single time we did a job... Yeah man It got a little bit easier A little mm-hmm. bit easier A little bit faster Yeah Um, Our level of Of employees Got better See? Right Cause at first you gotta, you gotta That's the other thing Is sometimes people Are always waiting For the Not always But sometimes mm-hmm. people Are waiting for the The perfect situation To jump into business Right You have to just Do it That's
0: why it's called A leap
1: Yeah It's a faith. leap of faith Yeah And, and so So true bro you know that's what that's, you know, my wife. She used to work full time for a for a a hospital. Uh-huh. I mean, right now, God bless those frontliners for real, because they're putting themselves, they're putting their families, they're putting everything. God yep. bless them, and God we, bless them, man. man and we're, and we're praying, praying for, for them. Yeah, for real. we're for real. Pray for them. Yeah, man. Um, but my wife was one of those people. Wow. Telling people, hey, you you have cancer. You have this much time to live, right? Giving them that bad news. Yep. Um, but when I met her, I was like, "Man, like you're always exhausted. You never want to go out." I'm like, mm-hmm. "I'm not really sure. Like, I think this is a job for you. Like, I know they pay you well, but mm-hmm. you're not really any good to me. You know what I mean? As right. a husband, like right. you're not really gonna be that good to me because. But when you get That's home, that real you're, conversation. You're just going. You're just going to going bed. To bed. And then you got to be up so early in the morning. I'm not even up yet. Right. So, you know, we had this conversation and from one... I mean, I think she was just, you know, ready to move anyway. But Mm -hmm. one day she just said, you know what? I resign. Boom. I don't need this stuff. Boom. And she resigned and she makes more money now from the comfort of her home. Wow. Than she ever did working 12-hour shifts at the hospital. Boom. And... You know that's that's the thing is people have to step out step of their out comfort day. zone. Yeah, and say here's the thing when you're an entrepreneur when you're a business owner mm-hmm. or a, a self you know a yep. 1099 employee or whatever yep um you got to have the motivation to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yep. you don't have anybody
0: you know Nobody's poking pushing you, you. but yeah exactly.
1: exactly. And you don't know where your next meals coming from. You know what's crazy
0: is everything that's going on with this coronavirus and, like, people, like, being laid off, like, because there's... I heard, I think it's over, like, 3 million people are, like, unemployed. Sure. So many... When people get these checks, so many businesses are about to be birthed. It's going to be unbelievable. Because just like in the 08 financial crisis, like, there are still needs. Sure. People still have to do their, their regular daily things. Like, today I had to go wash my truck.
1: Sure.
0: Right? Like... I could have easily spent money with the mobile detailing business. Boom. You see what I'm saying? Like, people still are going to have needs. And and right now, I know it's hard for folks to to see or recognize, but it's an adjustment that's being made. Right? Instead of you going to work now, your work is now at your home. So now you have to adjust in how you Which live.
1: you're supposed to be to- toiling your fields anyway. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, man. and that's the thing, like we, you know, that's the way we, our, our business is based out of our home. Yep. We have our shed, we have our work area mm-hmm. have and more studio. and more. Yeah. We, well, you know, bless <laughs> God. but we have our work area in the backyard. Our carpenter mm-hmm. does a lot of the building in the backyard. That's dope. And, um, we're, we're, we're always doing something to the, to the house. That's You're dope. supposed to fortify your. Yep. Their dwellings, you know, you're yes supposed sir. to, my pastor's really faithful about that. Mm-hmm. His, I mean, you go to his house and it's just like, he's always doing something to it. Right. Boom. And, um, and that's the way it's that's supposed tough. to be. And a lot of men mm-hmm. aren't men anymore. They're not working on their land. True. You know, they're like, Oh, you know what? I'm going to just get a little bit of gravel and put it out in the front yard. I don't have to cut it. You know, any right. grass and right. their backyard is, you know, this little tiny thing. And it's like, yeah. Well, how are you going to plant vegetables? That Shout out to Memo. I don't Man, know if you know that.
0: I've been but, to his garden, bro. Yeah, I've like, been to the Garden he's of growing, Eden. He's growing, Eden West. He's
1: growing watermelons and stuff like that. Bell peppers. Yeah. So I told know, him we
0: need to get an olive, uh, an olive tree back there because, you know, the olive tree represents uh, wealth.
1: They're actually illegal in Arizona.
0: Oh, they are? Really?
1: Yeah, because they they... Uh, they Create allergies in people. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Poly- well, they're not indigenous to Arizona. True. Only two trees are indigenous to Arizona. Cactus. Palo Verde and mesquite.
0: <laughs> that makes sense. My parents have a big mesquite tree in their front yard.
1: Yeah. So yeah. those are the only two trees that are supposed to be here. Uh, African sisus, they do well here. And Brazilian peppers. Oh, wow. Those are two trees that do very well here. Mm. But, like, these palm trees and stuff, like, uh-huh. they're not meant to be in the desert. Right. That's what they look like. That's the Cali thing. They look all weird. That's like, from L.A. At, like, look at the palm trees in, in Florida and in L.A. Right. They're big, robust. They're beautiful. They provide shade. The ones True. here are, like, 75 feet tall. Like, they're right. trying to get away from the concrete. A, a
0: thousand percent they are. I don't you know blame what I mean? like
1: They're like, I can't stand <laughs> this heat. Like, it's, you know what I mean? It's intolerable. For reals, man. And they're super skinny. <laughs> <laughs> It's a right. dangerous decline. And anybody that's done... Back to what we were talking about, like those mm-hmm. people that are getting laid off. Yeah, man. God bless those who are laid off. May, mm-hmm. God is going to provide, right? He will provide, a thousand percent. He but has
0: before, he'll do it people again. people
1: have to stop relying on corporations and companies. That to, part. Right? That part. If you don't have a source of income that you are personally responsible for, yep. don't get mad When the company says, hey, look, if I stop working tomorrow, my guys have to go out and and find work. That part. Now, I'm going to ask you this. How many of my guys actually have their own equipment? Mm. I can
0: keep going. Exactly. And see, that's why, like, it says a wealthy individual has seven sources or streams of income.
1: Wow. They
0: have seven.
1: Hey, we gotta step it up. We don't
0: Me too. Me too. That's why I was like, man, I need to start the podcast. Like, I have my job, but in a lot of people their only source is their job, yeah. right? I was like, man, I've that's got- the thing. We gotta get away from jobs. That part. That's what. That That's why I started the label last year. Yeah. I was like, okay, I've got the, I got my job, I've got my label, and then I play keys. I play keys at the church. Sure. But then the pastor he came to me and was like, "Hey man, you know, just a couple weeks or something like that. We're not pastor yeah, don't even worry about. Because nine out of ten times I give it back to the church anyway. Sure. Right. But it's 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 not even about that. It's about like, hey, God's gonna provide, but I still have to be abundantly fruitful with everything that He's given me. Like the like the 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 man with the talents. Sure. He gave one servant five, one he gave three, and one he gave one." The one who had five mm-hmm. multiplied that into five. Sure. Another five. And the one who gave three multiplied that into another three. And the one who gave one, he just put that in the ground. Sure. So I'm, a lot of folks who just have just that one job, you're just putting, like we were talking about earlier, you're just putting your talent well, into the you're, ground.
1: You're, you're, yeah, you're 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 a wicked, lazy person. That part. Right? If you're mm-hmm. like, so people in the Bible work from sunup to sundown.
0: Man, for real.
1: So... If you're eight hours a day, you're part-time.
0: Yep. So
1: true. And the other, see, the reason why people went to eight hours a day, though, is because uh, formal education right. decided, you know, the powers that be decided, mm-hmm. hey, we need to put your kids in school so mm-hmm. we can generate wealth for the state. For the state. For mm-hmm. the state. Yep. Right? And we're going to pay these people who are watching your kids, basically babysitters, glorify babysitters they're not teaching them anything. That part. Right? For reals. Um, I was talking to a good friend of mine. I won't mention his name because it's probably embarrassing. Mm-hmm. But he said, I wish I would have kept my kids out of public school. Mm. I wish I would have homeschooled them. Wow. So I'm in a place now where I'm like, yeah, why are we sending our kids? Because that forces me to have to leave my home. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. When if if we do this thing right, Mm -hmm. I can give him a couple hours of math and reading and stuff like that. Have Mm -hmm. him do some homework, and then him and I can train on the yard. I can show him this is how you cut a lawn. This is how you fix a sprinkler head. This is how you fix the light fixture. This is how you paint a room. Yep. Now, if I die, right, you can keep this thing going, going on. That part, right? Yep. A wise man leaves an inheritance Depends for his, his children's for children's children, for his children's children. Yep. But if you separate the child and the and the father, yep. I I talked to some kids in the, the Hispanic community because mm-hmm. Mexican families are very private, so True. the men don't really share things with the kids. Mm-hmm. They could be in 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 complete uh, financial failure, right? And right. they won't share it with the kids because they want to keep. They don't want to make the kid have to worry about that, right? Mm-hmm. But. The reality is is that you're not helping that kid if he doesn't know what his daddy does for work. That part. Because he might be gifted right. in that. Yep. But he never seen his dad do it because he's at school, at school. When he should be out with his dad in the fields. Yep. That's why men of God in the Old Testament had a lot of kids. Yep. Because they needed help. To deal with five hundred cattle and five thousand <laughs> oxes, and True. All, you're not going to do that in one person. That's why I got five kids. You need an army, right? I have a little miniature army.
0: Three sons.
1: How many sons you got? I got. Well, I got three. Yeah, see me uh, too. Three sons and a, and a daughter. See, yeah. Shout out to Destiny. Hey, boom. She's my. She's my smart one. Hey, there you go. I got. But three you know sons she's too. got she's got two sons now. So I'm. You boom. I so got grandsons. I got grandsons. That's and I have a son-in-law. I have an awesome daughter-in-law, and that's dope. Bro. Um, yeah, so it's so that was one of the promises that God gave me is that He would increase my children. Mm-hmm. But I thought He was going to give me more children.
0: <laughs> he but said He gave me other like people's children. He was like four is good for you. Yeah, I actually
1: talk to my son-in-law more than I talk to my sons. Wow. Yeah, I call I call because But that's like,
0: because like your sons, you raised them though. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You raised them. Yeah. They had the blessed and fortunate opportunity to watch you, right, every day. You know, all the days that they were with you. Your son-in-law, he just, he's he's brand new.
1: So, like, if something was to happen to me, mm-hmm. then he would lead the family kind yeah. of thing. Like, you know, that's kind of how I'm setting right. it up. And then if something happens to him, my, my son Nathan will lead the family. And, Boom. you know, it just, you know, everybody kind of knows their Exactly, but their this place. is the thing.
0: God has graced you with the wisdom to know who and what and how things should be done for when it's time for you to go. Just like when Moses got the children of Israel all the way to the promised land, sure. he knew, hey, Aaron, you're up next, bro. You know? And and that's, that's the thing. Like, I look at my kids and I'm like, like when we did the christening for my youngest son, Emmanuel, and uh, I didn't even know the, the elder, I didn't even know she was going to do this, but she was like, you know, um, The word of God is God's word is very important to us, but the most important word in your children's life is the voice of their father. So she was like, I just want you to declare a blessing over over your kids or over your son, she said. But I did it over all five of them individually. And I spoke all of their names. I said, El Shaddai, Janai, Elise Harden, you are our leader. That's my oldest daughter. I said, Adonai, you are smart. My oldest son, who we share the same birthday. I said, Jaira, you are beautiful. You are smart. I said to my my middle son, Israel. Uh, you. I was like, you're just like me. You scare me, <laughs> and and I was like, but you're beautiful. Don't allow, allow no one to to put your light out. And then I said to my youngest son, um, Emmanuel, who's only three months, I said, you have you have the curiosity of your father and you have the strength of your mother, mm. right? And you will lead many people. But from from what God has shown me, I, and from what I know, and have witnessed to see what a a true leader is, right? because when you're talking about leading your a family, that's leading a whole bunch of different groups of people, right, and leading different personalities with, with grace and humility, right, and being entrusted, right, to, to, to pass the torch to the next generation and not just to squander it on yourself. In my own children, I only saw that out of two, out of the five, right? I still love all the five all the sure. same, right, but, they're all not graced to handle the the, the heaviness of, of the crown because even in the word it says um heavy lies the crown. Exactly. Right. Boom. Yeah. yeah. The heavy lies the head of the the head of the crown, exactly. The crown. But if you go wear the crown you gotta have a strong net. Yeah.
1: It's true.
0: Mhm. Very true. Yes sir, yes sir.
1: Yeah. So I mean I I you know, back to like the job thing yeah, man. We have to. You've got to have a hustle. Yeah. Well, we have You've to-
0: always had a hustle, bro. Because like, and I'm sorry for cutting you off, but because yeah. like everybody on the pod and everybody that's listening, they don't know you like how I know you. Sure. You know what I mean? Like when I think of Gabe, I'm always thinking of somebody who's always working, someone who's always grinding, somebody who's always hustling, right? Somebody who's always getting after, someone who always has a plan, right? That's going to be executed at a high level, right? Um. Somebody that I want, I'd love to go into business with, right? Because I know that it's going to get carried out. The work's going to get done at a high level, right? And a lot of people, like we were talking about, they don't, they don't have that mentality and they don't have that work ethic, right? Sure. Like I was talking, I think I was on like just like Instagram or Facebook and I was like, a lot of people just want to come to the table and just eat. I don't need you to just come Dogg, to the table.
1: Snoop Dogg said everybody got to cup. Right, right, bro. People coming <laughs> with
0: plates now. Yeah, and then and they try. They coming with tin foil. They want to bring something home, <laughs> right? But I'm I'm talking about being in the kitchen though. Sure. sure. We got a refrigerator. This we got is, a stove. We got what, a sink.
1: This is what I tell my sons. And Let's cook it up, my, and including my. Yeah, man. I don't care how talented you are. Right. If you don't help me build this studio, you have no place here. Boom. If you don't put if you don't put your hands to the plow, boom. When when God forbid I die, right. Um whatever I got mm-hmm. is going to the one that works the hardest. Boom. And that's it. Boom. Bottom line, period point blank. And if it's some kid that doesn't even belong to me, then I'm sorry, son.
0: Boom. And that's how it should be though, bro, because like if you look at if you go back in history and look at a lot of wealthy individuals, it'll say Johnson and Sons. Sure. Right? Rockefeller and Sons, sure. right? Um, whoever and Sons, right? Because it's a family business. And the family together is what builds it and what makes it great. You, okay, let's talk about a great family musical band. You might have heard of them, the Jackson Five. Yeah. It's from a strong family, sure. right? Like that, that's, that's an entire family of, of brothers who, who all were brought together to do music, right? And do it at, at, at a high level. The Partridge family. You can go to the other spectrum, other end of the spectrum. They came together. They did music
1: at a high level. And a lot of people are so hard on Joe, you know, for how he treated Michael and Right. Probably the other kids. Right. Who knows? We weren't there. But right. the the reality is if you don't have that hard patriotic patriot
0: Yep, patriarch matriarch
1: patri- patriarch matriarch, figure. Yeah. Exactly. Right? Because boys need that they need the matriarch, but yep. they, need the, they patriot, need the patriarch too. Right? Yep. So, so if they don't have that male figure in their life demanding mm-hmm. excellence, that's exactly. the thing, man. With me, yeah, man. Um, look, I'm I'm fine if my sons want to take a nap or whatever. Right. But it's I time and place them, for everything. I exhort them to be men of excellence to everything that they do. Mm-hmm. That they do it to the best of, the their, best ability. of their ability. No, nothing's perfect. Right. Right? But at least try. Give it some effort. Exactly. There's a lot of young men, Hispanic, mm-hmm. African American, yep. they don't have a father that that's part. teach them to pay attention to details, mm-hmm. right? Because their father is too busy out there at yep. Amazon. That part. right? Working for $15 an hour. Yep. Who cares about that $15 an hour when you got a son that's about to be lost? That part. To modern day slavery. Yeah, man. Right, a thousand percent. So I would, if it was, if it was me, Mm -hmm. right, and if I have an opportunity to work for fifteen dollars an hour, Mm -hmm. or raise my son and live in poverty, I prefer to raise my son in poverty. Yeah, man. Right, because there's a lot of people saying, "Oh man, I got to make this car payment." You don't need a car. You don't. You don't need uh, a lot of things, right? You see homeless people that live with. Yep. Nothing. Live without. But they li- they're living. Yep. Right. That part. So we don't need a lot of these things that we that we that, that we, we have or we, we want, need. right? That make our life convenient. Yep. That's but so real. We're 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 too we're spending too much time mm-hmm. building. Uh, Jeff Bezos. We're spending too much mm-hmm. time. Uh, building the Trumps And, yep. and all these people Which yep. God bless our president You know yeah, We man. pray for him we, we ask for him the wisdom.
0: Give him the wisdom But
1: but the reality is Is that If we don't succeed In this life It's yep. not Trump's fault It's
0: not It's our
1: own It's ours It's our father's But it's ours Ultimately It's, ultimately, it's, it's ours. ours Because I never met My biological father Wow Right So I don't know Anything about this dude I don't know what he looks like I don't know Anything Mhm. But my drive had to come from somewhere. So, yeah. But how much more effective, how Man. much more wealth Man. would I have accumulated, right? If I had that person there saying, hey, Gabe, pay attention to detail. When you When you paint that wall, make sure to cut that line in perfectly mm-hmm. straight because if you don't, some clients won't pay you mm. because it's not absolutely perfect, right? right? Or it's not done to their satisfaction. It might be great, but... They have a certain expectation, and you have to be able to meet various individuals' expectations, right? Yep. So I try my best um, to anybody I come in contact with. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do it, do it to the absolute best of your ability. Yeah, man. And because that glorifies the Father. It does, man. When yep. you're dressed sharp. Yep. When you come in smelling yes, good, right. Looking good, yeah, man. And somebody from the world meets you, they say, "Man, right. something's I got, different about that, that guy." He's radiating, right? He's not even a, a rap superstar. Hey, He's can just,
0: can I drop a gym real quick? Say it. So, like at my job, right? I'm gonna just call it the tech company, right? Sure. They always say, <clears throat> "Man, you've got just so much energy. You have so much energy, man. You you you're you're like the ultimate hype man." Like mm-hmm. uh, you got where? Where do you get all this this energy from? They think that I'm working hard for them when really I'm working hard for the Father. And the Word it says, "Work as if you're working for the Father." Sure.
1: That's where it comes from. That's it's, character. That's, that's where character. it comes from. Yeah. Character is what, who you are when nobody's looking. That part, right? Yep. And there, that's the other thing: is doing things with excellence means somebody has to teach you. You don't just go to work to get a check right you go to work to earn your pay exactly yeah man that's and good. and that's when god starts to bless it and you become wealthy there's people yep. rich dad poor dad there's people yep. that get wealthy mm-hmm. off of jobs that aren't really paying a whole lot right they just know how to preserve their their money yep. they just know how to live invest off, it. live off a lesson you make exactly yeah uh, I had a, uh, one of my mentors, when I first got into construction, mm-hmm. I, I originally got hired to clean their toilets mm. and uh, he said, Gabe, I want to be able to say, I knew you when, mm. when you were just our little toilet boy. Right. right? <laughs> but he would say, you know what the difference, he would he always have these cool sayings. he said, uh-huh. you know what the difference is between a bankrupt guy and a guy that's. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was like, Boy, that, that, I'm paraphrasing. I yeah, yeah, you no, you're fine. Exact words, but mm-hmm. He said, the bankrupt guy spends 10% more than he makes. Mm. That's all it takes.
0: That's all it takes. Just
1: spend 10% more than what you make, and then you're, you're
0: bankrupt. Exactly, very true, bro. And that's why saving is so important. Like, like pay God first, then pay yourself. And then just live off the 80%. Sure. If you can't live off of eighty percent of, if you make a hundred thousand a year and you can't live off of eighty grand, you 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 got your your values jacked up. Okay, let's say you make forty thousand a year. Okay, if you can't live off of thirty two thousand a year, thirty two thousand a year—that's a lot of money. Sure. If I if I came to you and I was like, hey Gabe, here's a check for thirty two grand, we
1: make it last. You see what I'm saying? Sure. That, that, that's all you gotta do, and you know we that's we're about twenty
0: five hundred a month almost. Give so or take.
1: In my business, I don't have liquid, right? Mm-hmm. But what I what I make sure is that what we buy, we preserve. Boom. Right. So you make it stretch. For example, we buy a miter saw. Uh huh. Okay. At the end of the day, guys, you got to put it where it's not gonna get rained on. Right. Where rust can get to it. Right. Right. Yeah. So, smart. our investments are things that will generate. Res- resi- I think it's residual, residual income, right? Correct. Where it's, it's you still know, making money for exactly. us. Exactly. Yep. It's like I bought that thing three, years four years ago. years ago, and it's still, still making, making money. money. Right. Yep. Um, buying tools that That's make good. your job better, yep. and you know, but that that could be in a studio. That could mm-hmm. be um, in a. Whatever you do, a landscape right. business, buy good tools yep. and it'll make you more money in the long run. Here's mm-hmm. the thing. A lot of people are so f- fearful. Right. They say, oh, if I spend this $200 now, right. I won't have money for milk. You know, It's right. like, look, if we can worry all day long, but the Definitely. reality is you don't even know if you're going to be here tomorrow. Man. God's gonna, God's gonna bless you just for the faith of stepping out, yeah. right? Like the guy with the, the we were talking about the talents earlier. Yep. Where he said you could have at least the one that, with the one. He said you knew I was a hard businessman. Yep. You could have at least put my money in, in the, the bank. bank and it would have collected interest. Yep. Right. Um, and I, we were talking a little bit about saving. Mm-hmm. But don't just put it in the bank. That's what the wicked lazy servant did. He buried it. He preserved it. Yep. Okay, take that money, invest it, mm-hmm. and exactly. expand it. It's a very, I think people mistake that that passage. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. if you want. So I I I haven't had any pastor really agree with me on this yet. Okay. But I want to share it with pastors because yeah. I think that this is a really cool thing that could revolutionize. People's thinking Absolutely The tenth Or the tithe mm-hmm. Right As a church refers to it Right um, There's Many different ways You can look at it Yeah yeah But Every pastor That I've ever heard mm-hmm. Has had the same Understanding that This money belongs to God mm. This is the master's money You should be Recording this mm-hmm. This is the master's money Uh huh Right Right Every every pastor that I've ever come across or talked to has always referred to it as the tenth belongs to God. It is not yours. Right. It is God's. God's. Yeah. Now, if you look at the parable of talents, mm-hmm. there's a master and there's servants. Mm-hmm. The master owns gives all us of it. He owns all of it. And he entrusts the servant with the
0: money. And you know, you know what's crazy? The revelation that I got to when you were speaking about it earlier yeah, is that when you said to the one, when he said to the one, like, hey, you could have at least put my money into the bank and it would have earned interest, right? And the reason why he said, you evil wicked servant, they knew better. Well, he, he entrusted the money with them and they knew they knew what they should have done with their their giftings and their talents, and they and they didn't. So when Pete, when I see that people lack, or when I see that people have no hustle, sure, that's a ch- it's a choice to be lazy. Yes, I had an uncle, Uncle Pukum, rest in peace. He sat on my grandma's couch from the day I could remember <laughs> <laughs> to the the and the year after she died, he died. Mm. The year after my grandma died my uncle we had to fly right back to Detroit because Uncle yeah, Paul come record,
1: record this record this
0: he he, he died of alcohol poisoning mm. in the basement he lived in the basement he always just drank remember we were talking about malt liquor earlier sure he always drank malt liquor and That's I always I always thought to myself because I have I have three uncles one's really healthy like takes good care of his body another one's worked really hard. At um at the plants at Chrysler, and he's done very well for himself. My uncle Adele, and then my uncle Pooklin, he just always drank. And my uncle Adele, when he come over, cause he worked hard at, at at his career. I didn't know what he did, but he he had this red. It was a nice red conversion van, and he always had, had nice clothes, and he was always taking nice pictures. I wanted to be like Uncle Adele. Sure. So yeah. I knew whatever I was going to do, I was going to work hard at it. And, and that's what I'm saying. We know better. Sure. We know better.
1: But, but it all belongs to God. Back, back to, you know, uh, along the lines of what you're saying, there's some that are created for, to be vessels of honor mm-hmm. and some to be vessels of dishonor. Ooh. That's a, that's a heavy thing. We're not going to talk Ooh. about that today. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that today. Bro. But, but, but back to, back to. Uh, that's good. Back to the, the talents. Yeah, man. So the master entrusts the servant mm-hmm. with money. Yep. God entrusts us with the tithe. Yep. Right? True. If all we do is take God the same... Okay, let's say he, my tithe this week is $10. Right. God entrusts me with $10. He gives me 100 Right. But he entrusts me with $10 right. to bring that back to him. Right. Right? The question that I have is why is this parable... Mm-hmm. Why does he expect double? Why does the master expect double? Right. Why does he expect interest? Because he's saying, "Gabe, here's ten dollars. Go and invest it. Mm-hmm. Then when you've when you've seen it increase, now I want you to bring it to the house of God. And I want you to bring. I want you to do something. Right. Right. Because your ten dollars is meaningless. Right. But the the problem with our society, a lot of Mexican and mm-hmm. Black churches. Yep. Is that we have a thing called we don't understand delayed gratification. That part we want everything now. Microwave. I need that money now. Right, right. Where if we train people, take your money, invest it, put it aside. That belongs to God. Yep. That twelve hundred dollars from he's coming already spent. He's coming. uh, He's coming to collect. Yep. Even if you take that whole amount and you give it to God. Yep. But you didn't do any work to increase it. Increase it. it. I got I got, you know, somebody died taking the long route. Right. They always pass taking a shortcut. Mm. Or they always got hurt taking a shortcut. Yep. Take the long way. Take the long way. Take the hard way. Take, Take the one that costs more more work. Yep. Because that always pays more. You feel more Pays fulfilled. dividends in the long yeah. run.
0: That's so true, man. I heard somebody say, um, Talking about Jerry Jones, and they're saying that Jerry Jones said, You know, it's never when I spent millions of dollars or, or overpaid for something that has backfired on me. It's always when I went cheap.
1: Boom. Boom. In Spanish, they say, What do they say? Say it? La barato sale caro. Oh, yeah. lo barato yeah. sale caro. Yeah. Yeah. That cheap. sounds good. You know, know what it mean. translates. The cheap
0: turns out expensive. Man, the cheap turns out expensive.
1: Doesn't that's the that's the next episode. Yeah.
0: But thank y'all for tuning in. Thank you, Gabe. For. Well, that's how we gotta be, baby, oh, on like, the podcast. Dang, like,
1: I heard him on the first one. Hey,
0: but... we up here in Gabe Studio. I wish y'all could see it, man. Like this is a, a masterpiece in the making, man. I'm so excited, man, for all the things to come. And it almost feels too small already. Nah, man, bro. This is this is beautiful. This is just Studio A. This is just Studio one. This, eight, yeah. this is just this is the first one, I'm baby.
1: trying to
0: take over the, all those. This man's on a mission. Come the, get it. it. it He's got the dream and the hustle. Let's one, go. One time
1: a rapper asked me, he said, What do you want? I said, I want, I want it, it all. Brand
0: new Be socks, socks and draws. And listen. I'm balling every time I stop to talk to y'all. I
1: didn't say that part
0: because I didn't know. What to do. <laughs> 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 all right, y'all. Well, hey. We out. Until next time, love God, love yourself, love others, and love music.